back to doing the most with Corella. I am her, she is me. I am she. I forget it every time. Y'all, today on the podcast, I'm rolling with the guests. I had a guest last week. I have another special guest this week. Y'all, welcome Marissa Cargis. Hi. Marissa. <laughs> Hello. I know it's so weird because um, I pretend like the whole world is listening. So um, the whole world is listening. <laughs> like My your perception world. is your reality, and everyone in the world is listening. So manifest, 100%. manifest <laughs> destiny. Yeah, exactly. You put it out in the universe, it will come true. <laughs> Y'all, Marissa is one of my good friends. Her and her husband, the Carguses, we hang out with them. We try to do it a lot, but it doesn't happen a lot. We hung out like two weeks ago. That was so fun. That uh, was fun. Which was a momentary. Yeah, we were bougie. So cool. Tower bar. Yeah, but in athleisure, which is like the best way to do like a bougie tower bar in like sneaks, you know, yes. and like leggings. Yes. Like I'm sitting much... crisscross applesauce. Like, yes. In the like, same sweatpants. I'm wearing the same sweatpants. Yeah. I'm like here for comfort now more mm. than anything. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, if I'm uncomfortable, like I can't. So what happens when you get into your 30s. It really like, <laughs> like it makes me nauseous. Like if I'm uncomfortable, <laughs> like it actually makes me sick to my stomach. Like, I can't do it. Do you ever just dread the sound of a zipper and a button? I won't do it. Like, I literally, there's so many times where I'm like on a Zoom call now, or I would be in the office and I'd be like, you don't know if my pants are undone or not. Like, and 90% of the time they were like unbuttoned, unzipped, and I just wore oh, a long yeah. enough shirt because I'm like, I can't. Oh, yeah. If you see me in an oversized sweatshirt, best believe my pants are undone. 100%. <laughs> like, guaranteed i had a bu- i had a button pop off my pants twice live on air and that was humbling <laughs> oh live on air first of all y'all marissa used to be on the news I was. we won't say what news no but i was on the news we don't mention where people work or where people <laughs> used to work we don't do that on this podcast there you go. <laughs> yeah but i legit had a like i was in the middle of anchoring a newscast and a button just went it like popped off my pants like off not just like unbuttoned like did it make a sound when it rolled away i heard it hit underneath (laughs) the desk but then i'm also like very like cheap and frugal and so the majority of stuff i own is like thrifted or like consigned and so you best believe i continued wearing those pants with just one of the two buttons yes until that button also my mom used to make us use a safety pin like if our buttons ever came off oh yeah use a safety pin oh yeah and i was like I was not fat, okay? Mm-hmm. I would hate to use the word fat, but when I was younger, like my sisters were zeros, oh, and Carella was ten I, years old in a women's, I can't, in a women's I don't ten. I think my body has ever been a zero. Like my right thigh, like half of my right thigh would be a zero, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like there's a zero percent chance that I could ever fit into zero percent chance I'll ever be a zero. Yes. I can't believe that's even a size. No right? shame, zero ladies no, out I mean, there. No, you do you boo. You do and you boo. Will, I will never know that life. Mm-mm. basically i used I, to tape up my like to hem my pants i used to just tape them with like scotch tape oh yeah because you're little you're short yeah i'm not tall no I'm, but i'm the tallest one in my family fun fact and of all the ladies oh i was like what your no, brothers like, lady, are taller than like you. cousins aunts grandparents yeah they call me tall girl tall fun fact y'all i'm girl. five four on a good day like more that's like, not that small though like five three and some change you could be five feet tall could you imagine? And John, oh my God, her husband, y'all. Look, I'm married and <laughs> happily, mind you. But John Cargus is so hot and he is so tall and he just is. like I would and actually enjoy climbing that tree trunk <laughs> if I if I do say so myself. He is a, a very good looking, beefy, tall dude. He's great. 
He's I'm bald. I've always had a thing. For, when I met him, he was not bald. He, he had hair. He had a whole head of hair. A, whole, a faux hawk, even. Ew. I know. And uh, no facial hair, but I've always had a thing for bald dudes. And it just so happened that he went bald. And so it worked out really Look, well. So he's he about to Mr. Clean. I know. It's so good. I'm Did you ever used to it. think Mr. Clean was black? Because I used to think he was half black. He kind of looks like it, right? He like, kind of looks like Jason Kidd. Like, that, totally. That basketball player. Yes. Look at me with that sports he, knowledge. Oh my god! I also do love that I was like, oh my god, he does look like Jason Kidd. What the fuck is Jason? <laughs> my husband played basketball, so I like get it. But I just love that you like. God, listen to I'm us. I'm a jack of all trades, baby. Us. Yeah, you are. I'm pr- I'm not great at a lot of things, but I'm kind of good at a bunch of stuff. <laughs> you know what? I feel like that's more important in life. Yeah. Nowadays, I don't know like, a lot about. I know like, a lot about a little. Yes. And well, I know fine. a little about a lot. A little about a lot. Mm, yes. Yeah, that's a good thing. Marissa, I a positive thing. thank you for coming on of the course. show today. Are you kidding me? Y'all, when me and Marissa get together, it's like, <laughs> I feel like it sounds like just hackling hens or cackling witches. And we're just, <laughs> we are laughing. We are screaming. So we funny. had, when we were at the Momentary two weeks ago, we had this really cool conversation about therapy because yes. you're talking about the everyone needs therapy episode of yes. doing the most and my mom is, I told you that story about my mom who like told a guy pretty much, you know, you're not good at anything. You're, what makes you think you're going to be good at killing yes. <laughs> It's awful. <laughs> but I gave, Marissa, you started going to therapy. I What's did. that been like? Tell us about it that. It is so good. So I turned 30 this year, had my first therapy session this last Friday and never been to therapy before. Nothing against therapy. Like I'm not one of those people that's like, you know like embarrassed by it at all i think like people need to talk about mental health and their emotional well-being and all of that and so it was so so good i knew that if corella recommended her that she would be amazing and she is amazing and it just felt so good man like carol yes the hour flew by yes i was like i'm so sorry i'm just i she's like no this was great i didn't even really have to ask any questions (laughs) that's so bad you needed it for an hour um and she was like well if you if you want to come back i'm like oh no like give me on your books like this test now. girl and she was so so i loved her because she was just very like real yes she didn't do the mm, okay she was Ew. like can we curse on this podcast no. yeah oh, yes I? you can okay, okay um but i'd like say something she's like oh shit i'm like yes yes that's correct like mm-hmm. but i just love that i felt like she was like authentically reacting yes. to what I was saying. It wasn't like stale white man therapist that does nothing for you. No, she'd be like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Ew. I'm like, thank you. Yes. Absolutely. Because those are the, the reactions hell? you need. Yes. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm a crazy person talking to a wall. No. Um, so yeah, she was amazing. I can't wait. I went on Friday. I go again this next Friday. And then I'm going to see my grandparents and she was going on vacation. So I'm seeing her Friday and then the next Tuesday. Yes. She's like, unless that's too soon. I was like, nope. <laughs> I know. When you have <laughs> like years and years and years of just built up whatever, oh, yeah. you need it bad. I was like, I feel like I'm only giving you the high points. And this is like, there's like a deep story to like every like piece of this puzzle along the way. No, there are. Your life is. <laughs> Dude, it's, ins- it's intense. Man. Honestly, it, it, you need to just start. I, you need to start your own podcast and just speak about like your life and every episode is going to be another yes. layer to yes. the to the cake I, like, say something and i'm like oh and yeah. with that and she's like listen we can do as many of these sessions where you just need to like vent vent yes and, like until you feel like you've gotten it all out and then we start working on you yes and she was like you know homework number one is to say no i'm like carol i've been saying no you would be so proud i know you just met me but i'm like 
doing such a good job of saying no and not feeling like I need to like have an excuse for saying no. I can mm-hmm. just say like, no, because like I don't. Want I don't want to. to. Yeah. I don't and want to. She, even like at one point she said. Which is hard for women to say. Oh my gosh. Which is. Yes. Yes. Ugh. And at one point she said, it'll feel really good for you. And it doesn't really matter if they are you okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> That's why I don't need to sit across from people. <laughs> no, at one point she like said something about, you know, your homework should be saying no. But something that she just like casually said. I was like, whoa, that's so, like, so trippy. She said, it'll feel really good for you, and that's, and it's okay if it doesn't feel good for them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And she didn't even say it as, like, a, she just said it in passing. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because I'm queen of, like, this person said or did this, and it made me feel a certain way. So I never want to make them feel that same Yeah, way. So you take I, other people's feelings before your own. 100%. Yeah. Like, my husband found this little meme, and it's, I've never watched The Simpsons, but it's The Simpsons. But it's like my toxic trait. And they're like two characters. I wish I knew their names. I don't. But it's one character putting a Band-Aid on the other character's knee. And it's like me doing to others what they would never do for me. Yes. I remember John saying that. Yes. And I'm like, that is 100% my toxic trait. Like, I will do all the things for all the people. And 99% of the time, like, they would not do this. Oh, my God. Also, what a wonderful toxic trait to have. Because my toxic (laughs) trait is like, I will beat your ass. (laughs) I will fucking fight you. I will get drunk and yell at you and embarrass us at a bar in front of all of our friends. And you're over here like, I care about people a lot. But see, that's why we get along so well. Because you'll do that and I'll be like, it's totally fine. I'll like swoop in. I'll make sure everyone feels okay. I'll get you safely home. The next day I'll be like, listen, it's all good. Don't even worry about like that's there's like a good balance there. I am the queen of say it, regret it. That should honestly, I should get that tattooed on me. You should on my neck. <laughs> regret it on my face. God, I will regret this tomorrow. I have a list of tattoos that I would get. I don't have any tattoos. I, I well, I just got my eyebrows retattooed on me. They look amazing. Does it count as a tattoo? I think it, it, you said it feels like a tattoo. It hurt like a bit. Oh, but they look so good. Thank you. It's microblading, right? Yes, but microblading. Like, like okay, blade. Mm-hmm. Micro, like tiny, tiny blades. blades. Literally, <laughs> like, let's break it down. It sounds like a tattoo. It hurts, and I'm trying to act tough, right. right? And the last time, so the first time I got it, you know, I followed all the rules. You can't like, you can't take aspirin or Tylenol. They don't want you drinking coffee. You can't drink booze, like because everything you do, like, can make you bleed more oh. and like thin out, you know, your blood vessels. So, well, I'm the first time, look, the <laughs> blood must be real thin. <laughs> the first time I followed all the rules. The last time was last weekend. We had a house full of people, um, and we went out to North Forest Lights. And oh, I mean, yeah. we're just oh yeah, pounding oh, yeah. beer after beer after beer, yes. White Claw after White Claw. Yes. And so the next morning, I woke up awful. I oh, felt no. so terrible, and it was my own fault. My poor little liver. Oh. I popped a liver refresh, and then I went in there. And I was like, oh my god, I'm not supposed to drink before. Oopsies. And I was like trying to poke my forehead to see. <laughs> To see if like blood was gonna come out, and I was like, "What if she starts microblading my forehead and, and it just, just like starts like gushing a blood. squirter?" Oh, that but it didn't happen. <laughs> well, a blood blood squirter. <laughs> wink, wink. wink, wink. <laughs> For legal reasons, I'm talking about blood. No, I've never gotten microbladed. I want tattoos. I've gotten laser hair removal. Does that hurt? 
Well, see, I choose to believe I have a high pain tolerance. Me too. And so, no, I mean, like, it feels like I'm just, like, snapping with a rubber band, mm. basically. But there was, like, one of the, like, because you go and, like, you know, every number of, like, weeks. And there was one time I was like, damn, like, ah, that's, because it's a laser. It's, like, you know, a laser. Yeah. And I was like, shoot, like, that one kind of burned. A laser. And sure enough, down the side of my leg... Where, or like, my bikini line was, like, burn marks. <gasps> what the like fudge? Like, the laser was so high because, and I didn't say anything. I just thought, like, ow. But it was enough to legit burn, burn me. Skin. And they, like, scar, like, they didn't scar, but they, like, scabbed. And they were there for, like, weeks and weeks and weeks Ew. and weeks. And then the scabs fell off. And then I had, like, a tan oh. line where oh, those were. where the scabs were. Yeah, it was a whole situation. So Did you sue? No. Oh, no. you weren't a Karen. No, you were a Carol. You know why? Because I thought to myself, "Oh, that kind of hurts. That feels that feels more painful than usual." But I was like, "Don't be a bitch!" Like, <laughs> so I just like did it. If I said, if I had said like, "Ow, that's hurting me," they would have turned it down. Look, but like I didn't even flinch. That's how I felt when I gave birth. Don't be a little bitch. Oh, that's how. Well, see, I've never given birth, but I do that to myself when I'm do, taking. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. When I'm taking shots, I say that to myself. If I, like, am feeling like, oof, I don't want to do Oh, one. like alcoholic shots. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, you just give yourself. Oh, no. I was no, thinking, no, like, no. vaccine no. shots. Like, no, you're no, just no. in the bathroom, like, here's no. a shot of B12. <laughs> ah! No, like, alcoholic shots. Like, if I'm like, oh, uh, I don't want to. I literally get in my own head, and I'm like, don't be a bitch. Take oh, yeah. it. Take, Take it. Like, I, like, am not. I don't build myself up in my head. <laughs> I feel like my defense mechanism is just to like, cut, like, like, don't even, don't be that way. And then I'm don't like, be that okay, girl. Okay, don't be that girl. Will, will, You're your I, own bully. Yeah, I kind of. You don't even need me to bully you. <laughs> I'm everyone else's bully. Uh, yeah, I, I really kind of do. I'm a bully. But my, my tattoo list though is like pretty incredible. Okay, because it's like let's talk tattoos. Okay, you have the amazing wiener dog on your finger. Look. Which I'm kind of obsessed I, with. Uh, I'm not going to tell the story only because I'm nervous that my students one day will find this podcast. Right. And then, and then like, like report me mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. I try to say like t- like everything we talk about, you know, there's a bad word occasionally, but I don't talk about anything crazy. That's good. So and I tell my students all the time, like, I will tell you the story of how I got this tattoo when yeah. I'm not your teacher anymore. That's so good. Well, God forbid, they, I'm, in my mind, I mean, like, when you graduate high school. Correct. They think, oh, when I'm a 10th grader. Oh, you're like, and so now they're just, like, in my, my, um, my class Instagram, not, like, my personal Instagram, but right. my classroom Instagram DMs. It's, like, Miss Carella's class. Ms. Yeah, something Ms. like that. Miss Cordsmeyer's class, right? Yes. Yeah. And they're, like, hey, since you're not my teacher anymore, one, can you add me on all social media platforms? And two, will you tell me that story about how you got the tattoo? I can't. And I'm like, no. That is so great, though. You're like, no, I'm not. That's amazing. Ah, I love them. They're like the sweetest. So the weenie dog. And then uh-huh. I have my grandparents' names tattooed on me. However, I got these when I was like 19. Okay. And my grandmother's name is Karen. Uh-huh. And now I have oh. Karen tattooed on me. <gasps> no. And I'm about to, because I'm so traumatized with like how Karen's act. I'm about to get like a like a, a circle and a slash <laughs> put through it. So like it means like don't what be if, a Karen. What if you just put like the year that she was like born under it? Or I'm, like I'm probably gonna it. get these covered up. You think like so? yeah. I'm gonna try to get something else put on them and get them covered up because I like them, but hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. And isn't that so funny? Also, I was talking about that the other day. Because it's 2020. The saying hindsight is 2020. Mm-hmm. I hope not. I hope hindsight is never 2020 ever again for the rest of our lives. 2020. Like literally. Have you heard that song? Yes, on TikTok. Oh, it's so good. Now they released the full song. 
F2020. F2020. Do yourself a favor. Avenue Beat. It's like yes. the greatest song ever. And then I would like to get a tattoo, like, with my Zodiac, mm. but just not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Original. No, but it's cool. And yeah. you identify with your Zodiac. You know what I mean? I like, do. I'm such an Aquarius. See, and that's like, that's like a cool thing, right? Aquarius like you, season, baby. I love it. You have a whole song. Aquarius. It's the age of Aquarius. I love it so good. <laughs> it's so good. I have none. But I have a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tattoos that I would get. Oh. Fun fact. Some of these <laughs> I don't remember typing in my phone for various reasons. Because you bullied yourself into taking all those shots. <laughs> exactly. And so then I like woke up the next day and read them and laughed so hard. I had like tears rolling down my face. So like the ones that I actually like are, I love Casey Musgraves. Love her, yes. And her song, Die Fun. So love hard, live fast, die fun. So you want die fun. Love hard, period. Live Live fast, fast. period. Die fun. Okay. And I have location. Inner left arm below elbow. The bones are good, which is Maren Morris' song. Down my backbone. Could do that. This one. (laughs) One that I put in here at a certain, well, while in a certain state. And it was a song (laughs) lyric from a song I was listening to. And it's try to get to heaven while I raise a little hell. And the location is right bathigh. Bathigh. Where it's not your butt, it's not your thigh. It's yes. like the area like in between. Oh, that. yeah. I hear men love that part of your body. Well, apparently I'm going to have that tattoo on it at some point. Mine is like cheese curds, so I don't uh, know if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you keep me safe. And then my little sister would get you keep me crazy. A numeral two, because I'm the second of five. Slow burn, which is another oh, Casey Musgraves I love that song. song. And then Marin has like this like skull like cow steer skull with flowers on her arm and so i have that so those are all the tattoos that i'll probably never get in my life but no we're going we're going to get one i don't know man let's go for christmas let's ask that'd be so fun yeah like my butt will eventually sag so i'll just say like wally ray's little hell you'll never see like the but you'll have to raise your butt cheek to show people my sister got one under her boob and it says um, love you to the moon and back. And my mom was like, one day, Shalane, you're not going to see the top part. And she's like, that day is now. Like, already, you <laughs> just already see, like, happened. and back. <laughs> like, you don't see anything. I could get one of those because I'm so flat-chested. <laughs> I could get one of those. And, and see it forever. Forever. Yeah. Because whenever, you know, after I got pregnant, my boobs did get a little bit bigger. Yeah. And then they deflated like everyone said they would. But they were small anyway. Right. So literally, you nothing changed except for, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Yeah, Look at me. I, I'm probably thinking before I speak. <laughs> Thanks, Carol. Oh my God, Carol! Carol coming through. Cheers to Carol. Cheers to Carol. Literally, I've only seen her once, and I'll say something. I'm like, I need to talk to Carol about this, or like, I anything. just keep notes in my phone. I have. I already have a Carol note oh, yeah. in my phone, and I would cry in there. Oh, and like, oh, I already cried. I cried like three times. Oh my God, in the first hour. And I was mostly talking about Caleb, that asshole. <laughs> I was talking about all the things, man. Like religion. Oh, I'm all, so glad you just said religion. Like all of it. Would you talk about yes. your experience with Yes. <laughs> Being raised Mormon. Y'all, she was raised Mormon. I, I feel was. like I can't even say it out loud. Or like the Mormon FBI are gonna come get me. No, get it's me. true. The missionaries might show up at your door. That's just a fact. They better freaking not. <laughs> I will I will snitch on anybody. I'm not trying to go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I was raised like super duper Mormon. Not oh my a, God. Not a Jack Mormon. Why am I thinking, I am so sorry. Why? The whole time when you talk about Mormon, uh-huh. I've been picturing Amish for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I 
known you for years, and I'm just now realizing that it's not. That's not the same thing. Mm -mm. I had like like. I'm picturing you in a long dress with a bun thing. I did wear a long denim jumper dress. That was a staple of mine with a polo, like a like a night, like yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite outfits was a like light yellow polo situation, but it was not a polo. Where the polo logo would be, it was like a, a basket full of flowers embroidered. And I would wear that underneath a denim jumper dress. Did y'all have to wear dresses? No, no, it wasn't like required. Like um, um, but Pentecostals. Yeah, where they like have to wear a dress. No, we didn't have to wear dresses. Did you cut your hair? Oh, my hair was always really short. Yeah, uh, and like short little bangs. So what is Mormonism? You know, <laughs> I'll say this: I do think that like foundationally, uh huh, I choose to believe that it instills a lot of just like basic. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Oh, yeah, human decency. Families are important. Yeah. Choose the right. Like, not right, like, politically, but, like, Ew. the whole song about, like, yeah, about, like, choose the right, like, right versus wrong. So I feel like there are a lot of just, like, good values that they instill in you. Absolutely. Where I found myself question, having a lot of questions was a lot of the scripture, because you have, like, the, you know, the New Testament, the Old Testament, but we have the Book of Mormon as well. Yes. It's like an additional book. Yeah. And so, and that's why we believe we have like the, we, God, as though I am still, I still am on the record, like the temple records. Like it would be a whole thing to get removed from the temple records. So oh. I will like always be like on their inactive list at this uh-huh. point. Um, but it's like, we believe that, or Mormons believe that they are the only like full and true religion because they have the book of Mormon and other religions don't have that book. Huh. Yeah. And so where I really started taking issue was like, I'm like a good person. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like a nice person. Oh, yeah. Uh, But there are a lot of rules and like some for the better, like, you know, not dating until like going on group dates, like not dating until you're 16. It can only be group dates and then 18. Like the Duggars. Yeah, kind of. Duggar style. Uh Yeah. And then like, you know, you can't get your ears pierced. And if you do get them pierced, it's like only one piercing, not multiple. Mm. You never see two chandeliers next to each other in the temple. That's like like what my like teacher told me. Yeah. Oh, because your body is a temple. Correct. Your body is a temple. Strange. And so what I started really struggling with was when I was like, you know, getting a second piercing and feeling very judged. And guilty? Did you feel guilty? I didn't feel guilty because I didn't think I was doing, like, I didn't, I truly didn't feel like I was doing anything wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and... Meanwhile, Susie Q sitting next to me is like sleeping all around town on the weekend, but coming into church and she only has one ear piercing. And so they were like, you know, the teachers don't know any different. So I'm the, I'm the rebel for getting an ear piercing. And like, she's just like this little saint. And I was just like, this is not, this is not, I don't, I don't feel good about it. No. And then the biggest turning point actually for me, I was going to seminary which is like Bible class before school every day. Uh-huh. Um, when I think I was in, uh, I was just starting high school. And we were going over the section of the scripture. So men hold the priesthood. Women cannot hold the priesthood. Mm. And it wasn't until, I want to say like the late 60s, where black people could hold the priesthood. They were never allowed. Ew! To, mm-hmm, they were never allowed to hold the priesthood. How can you be racist and then be a Christian? I don't right. get that. Right. And so anyway. <laughs> I was in seminary class when this came up. And I was mad and I like raised my hand and I was like so help me understand how we like thought this was okay up until 30 years ago yeah absolutely like they're like well 
back in the day, there were the Nephites and the Lamanites, and the Lamanites had the dark skin, and they were the bad ones, and, like, right. Like, the bad let's ones. Let's talk about, like, systemic racism, like, even in a religion. Like, I just can't. And so I literally was like, so are we, like, a white power church? Like, help me understand, like, how that is okay and how no one... But you believe that the prophet is, like, like the like the mouthpiece for God and our Latter-day prophet at the time said that, like, black people cannot hold the priesthood. That's and such bullshit. But there have been black Mormons for decades, right? And black Mormons were okay with them being like, I oh, mean, we're Mormons, but now it, we're, but we're like, gonna, we can't. It was just part of it. And so I remember, like, I really had an issue. And a, a guy in front of me, his name was Alex. I'll withhold his last name. But we were in class together. And when I was, like, causing, like not even causing an issue but just like forcing a discussion about how this was like not okay and how yeah. people were okay with this he literally turned around he was in the seat in front of me and he had the book of mormon in his hand and he was like shaking it in front of my face and he was like you just need to have faith and i was like okay faith and racism <laughs> i also have a brain like yeah i can't but for them it's like a lot of it it's not they always say like it's not an a la carte religion you don't get to pick and choose what you want to believe you believe it all or it like all comes tumbling down i think christians these days are a la carte christians because they oh, pick and sure. choose for sure yeah you, you, you can't be gay because leviticus blah 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 <laughs> correct but i'm gonna eat pork right <laughs> right right <laughs> call them hogs <laughs> as i roasted a damn hog like, and so i think that was my biggest thing was for in my experience and everyone's experience is different in my experience i believe like i found myself a lot more spiritual versus like organized mm. religion i could see that um just because now i have i take issue if anyone casts judgment on anybody yeah for any reason oh like, yeah and i think too part of that comes from even honestly my experience in the news right like i'm i'm yes. interviewing rapists and murderers and they are human <laughs> You know, like my little sister worked in the jail for years and she'd be talking about an inmate and, you know, obviously would never tell us like who they were or anything like that. I'm like, oh, what was that person in there for? And she's like, murder. But she was like strung out on drugs and she's like a different person now and people change. Oh, yeah, they do. And so I'm like, I, who am I to say like, no, you're a bad, like, yes, those are terrible, terrible, awful things. Awful things. But, like, who am I to say that, like, you should burn in hell forever? Yeah. Like, are there people who should burn in hell? Absolutely. Well, and it's not our, that's not our that's job to not judge my, exactly. It's not our job. Exactly. That is literally not my job. Exactly. So, like, I think that was my biggest thing was just for a religion that so openly said, like, all are welcome, come as you are. There were whispers down the pews if you showed up, you know, in pants versus a dress and you were a female. Or if you didn't partake the sacrament because you were repenting, everyone was like, oh, what you do? What it? Like... I don't need that in my life. Like, no. I, don't need, I don't need that judgment. I don't need to feel that way. No. And frankly, I don't think that's like who, whatever you believe in God or whatever. Like, I just don't believe that's how people should treat each other. No. Like, no. Who are you to judge? Mm-mm. You know, like, I just can't. So it was I a felt trip, man. the same way. Right. Because I went to church like Southern Baptist. Yeah. And I mean, it was like emotional manipulation at its finest and but i was so young and thought i needed to be a part of organized religion yeah. to like save my soul Correct. that i joined the first church that my friends went to mm-hmm. and it was did y'all ever do like true love weights we had no. a legit ring ceremony where you would like purchase a ring for like 40 dollars 
And my parents wouldn't give me the money. They were like, no, we're not doing that. And I was like, okay. And so I sat in the pew, but it was like this whole, oh my God. Cookie. Cookie. Shut up. The dog is barking and I'm a, I'm a one take kind of bitch. Listen, so I'm here for it. I'm about to. This is reality. You're about to hear her yelp because I'm about to go. <laughs> Cookie yelped <laughs> about to get baked. <laughs> It's about to be NFL football, and I am the kicker for the extra point. And Cookie's so small. She's the size of a football. She could, you could. Okay, make she it. stopped. You could anyway. She's probably barking at a neighbor or something. Probably. But they literally true love waits, and you like go through these whole classes, like however how many weeks it was, where you're just like learning scripture about how marriage is between a man and a woman, Ugh. and that vir- you have to be a virgin, and they're placing so much emphasis on virginity, uh-huh. but it never felt that they were talking to the boys. It only felt like they were talking to us. Like yeah. it's our job to protect our yeah. virginity, and men want virgins for yeah. for wives, and I was just like, they can't control themselves. They no, their urges. No, yeah. and. As I got older, I think I still went as I started to drive. And then as I got older, um, I think I was like 16. It was like the last time I started, I went. And they were just saying some stuff that didn't jive with me. Yeah. And I'm trying to say this because I know these people still, but I don't want to be rude. (laughs) We could just say that like... Well, they, I could tell that one... They were pseudo-racist because no black people ever went to that church. I was the blackest person there. And the things that they said um, to each other and how they spoke to each other was awful. Because it was around the time that Obama Mm -hmm. was um, becoming president. Yeah. So that was crazy. They, like, equated him to, like, the Antichrist. And I couldn't understand why. Like, I really couldn't understand. I was like, why? Because half of y'all voted for Bill Clinton. And they run on almost the identical platforms. Right. And so I was like, I don't understand this. And then... It just came into light what some church members were doing in the shadows. Like mm-hmm. some were alcoholics and some were like beating their wives and others were um, their daughters. You know, they're preaching one thing like you can't do this. You're bad. You're bad. But then their daughters were out Correct. doing God knows what. Right. And I think one got pregnant. And so it was like, okay, how, how are you the outcast? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. so I was like, mm, I don't think Baptist church is for me. Yeah. And so I just stopped going to Baptist church. And then when I went to college, I started going to a Methodist church. And that's when I was like, that was the first time I ever heard a woman preach. Oh, that's As cool. I was like 18 years that's old. Really, and yeah. she was like the head honcho at that this church in Missouri. So yeah. Cool. And it was like pomp and circumstance. It was nothing like Baptist church. Like the Southern Baptist church I went to was like super lowly. Right. And like humble. Yes. But this Methodist church was like, I, I call Methodist. And I proclaim to be Methodist. Um, Diet Catholic. <laughs> Because we're like Catholic That's light, and we do all the same pomp and circumstance, and there's like gold everywhere, and like, but there is no Jesus. That's the one thing I like about Methodists: no Jesus on the cross because I don't, he was he has risen. Okay, let's not put him back. <laughs> He was not, oh my god she does not appreciate that. That is such an and that's what John Wesley point. was like. He said that he was like, we don't need Christ on the cross. He has he hath risen. That is so interesting i never thought about that yeah but i love methodist church i saw women i saw black people i saw i mean it was like diversity in church yeah. and i was like this is what church should look like and the methodist church is problematic like right. i'm gonna be the first one to say it very problematic especially with lgbtq community yeah. um but i the church i went to in fayetteville was pretty welcoming um i loved it 
And I never felt, they never made me feel guilty. Like at Southern Baptist yeah. Church, it was all fire, hell, and brimstone. You know, the only reason why you should be a Christian is so you don't go to hell. And that's right. what it felt like. Right. And at the Methodist Church, it was like, we need to like lift one, one another up. And we need to love this person. And we need to love that person. And we need to pursue our dreams. Right. While also like thinking about God and Christ. And I will never forget the one time that this pastor, he was outgoing, uh-huh. going to like, had some mega church in right. Houston or something. He was amazing. This this pastor, like so charismatic, honestly could see him as a cult leader. And I may or may not join. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance I would be in for that. I cannot say no 100%. <laughs> like the answer is yes, but the answer is also no. Right, 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 right. So it was like his last sermon and the incoming head of the church was a woman. And, you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think I remember you telling me. Yes. Okay, okay. wait. Yes. Because it's so... It's so crazy. It's so good. So, okay. you know, Southern Methodist and then, like, Midwestern Methodist aren't the same. West Coast Methodist, Southern Methodist, not the same. So this is, like, a very, like, Southern Methodist church when yeah. in Fayetteville. Yeah. And I won't say which one. And <laughs> But I loved it. And he gets up there, and we're like, oh, it's his last one. It's going to be so good. And he, like, closes his Bible and was like, this is going to be a different type of sermon today. And then just rips apart our congregation and it was like i've been getting a lot of emails and a lot of texts about how a lot of y'all disapprove of the of the woman we've chosen to lead this church because you don't believe that a woman should lead the church and you don't think she's going to be good enough to do it he was like but you let women teach your children in sunday school you let your wife cook your dinner and clean your house and do this you let teachers be and doctors and nurses they're women and i'm sure he's like that they do a really great job. And he pointed at someone. I don't know who it was. We pointed. And it was like, your wife is an OBGYN. She delivers babies. You trust you trust a woman to deliver babies? And he was like, so I'm going to go ahead. And he was just like yelling at us pretty much. And I, my face was red hot. And I was looking around. I was like, oh. <laughs> I love it though. And man. then he goes, all you who are, who are disapproving of our hire, stand up. Let everyone see that Ooh. you don't care. And he's like, and, and look at your it. wife and your daughter as you're standing up. And no one stood up. Of course not. It was a pin drop. And it was packed. Like, I mean, there's like 15,000 members at the church. Just like, and they don't all go. And there's right. multiple times. But at this one time we went, I mean. Because oh, it's like his farewell thing. So yes. It was come. packed. Yeah. And he goes, stand up right now. And then no one stood up. He goes, I thought so. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. And he was like, she was called, ordained by God to lead this church. Oh. She is the mouthpiece of God to help lead you. And I was like. Me and Caleb were literally like, do you know whenever you're in class, like in, back in high school, and the teacher said the next one who laughs yes. gets, is getting suspended or whatever? Yeah. We were literally holding our noses and our mouths trying not to laugh because we couldn't believe what was going on. <laughs> like, but, I mean, props, though, dude. Literally props. Like, and the woman that leads it is amazing. She baptized her kid. Like, I love it so. Love I love it so, so much. And I think what's super interesting, too, is like the LGBTQ... Plus, like, that's another thing where, like, I'll go to, you know, I'll visit someone's church if I'm in town and it, like, means a lot to them. But if they say anything, like, my little sister's gay and it's like, you say anything and it's like, oh, I'm yeah. done. I just check out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, because my big thing is, like, I never want someone to see me sitting in a pew uh-uh. and and assume that I believe the same thing that's being preached about. Yes. Like, I, like that, I just, like, I'm not okay with. Um, but it's also so interesting, like... 
do you find that it's still just wired in your brain sometimes like i can still like recite articles of faith like fully sometimes yeah yesterday i find myself humming like a mormon hymn and i don't even notice it and then i'm just like oh my goodness like i know that is, but it's just like it was so it was such a big part of my like because it's not a, that's the other thing they don't say it's a religion it's a lifestyle like you live it you breathe it it is every part of your being and your decision making and everything but there were never any like women pastors dudes would never do that like what he did I think I think I just think that is so huge and frankly oh yeah especially like in today's world and like life mm-hmm. you have to have people that stand, stand up, up yeah. and say it you have to because you can't just like assume that everyone else around you thinks that it's wrong nope you can't just assume that other people are going to take action oh my gosh did you see the um I think it was in San Diego the professional soccer team left okay so it was in the middle of a game and it had happened like a week before where someone on the field used a um like a a slur regarding like homosexuality toward a a player and they like reprimanded him and it was a thing happens again and one of the players used like a homophobic slur toward an openly gay player Ew! and the rest of the team found out and they forfeited the game they walked off the field because they were like we're not gonna stand for that shit but he was like but it was so amazing hearing like and they like would have gone to like the playoffs or whatever the next step is for soccer. I'm not well-versed, like the series. Um, but that was like the big thing for them is they were like, we've we've done it for years where it's like, oh, that's wrong. They shouldn't do that. But frankly, if you're not going to take action at this point, like it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, absolutely. Like, words are empty. Yes. You can say that's bad, but yes. unless you're willing to like actually stand up and say something or do something and take action. Like it gave me chills reading it. I was just like, Hell yeah, man. Yeah, because like, not enough people stand up. No, and the fact that, like, every single player, like, they probably would have, like, won. They would have gone. Like, they were already ahead in the game. But for them, they were like, it means it means more. Like, we can't, we can't say that we support him if we're not going to have his back when, like, shit gets real. Yeah. And it's not okay. And so, like, that's more important than winning a game. Absolutely, it and is. And so I just feel like that's with, like, with everything. With, like, Black Lives Matter. With pride with all of that like you have to you have to be willing to unlearn what you think you know yes and listen and like relearn to understand like our past present and future and like the reality yes and i think that is really really hard for people to understand like oh no we're open we're accepting it's like cool and that's great and i love that but when shit hits the fan what are you gonna do yeah are you just gonna like say shame on them yes or are you going to stand up and be the voice that says like that's not okay. that's not okay and this is you're wrong for doing correct this. i and think a lot more people are i think so i, I choose to i hope believe, yes <laughs> i choose to believe that more people are doing that and i know for a fact that i surround myself with people in my life who i know would do that yeah and so that's the scary part is like the ignorance that i don't see but i know exists oh yeah you know what i mean because it's like i choose not to be around that level of yeah. ignorance and yet I think that there's something really powerful with inserting yourself into those communities or into those pockets of people mm-hmm. to try to influence when and how and where you can, even if it feels very uncomfortable, yes. like very wrong to like do that. Cause it's like, you know, there's an, there's a certain part where it's like, I mean, you do you like, it's all good. Like, no, that's, but that's like, uh-uh. that's, very that's different. not enough. It's like, you listen to like that kind of music and like you do you like that's not my type of genre but, yes like, it's cool but like 
like anything with like LGBTQ, race, sexuality, gender, like anything with just like a human to human equality. Mm-hmm. Like there is no we can have it like we can have a difference of opinion. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, like that meme. It literally is like, yeah, we can agree, we can agree to disagree, and it's like, yes, bitch, about pizza toppings, yes. like. <laughs> Not about yes. racism. It's so true. It's though. true. It's so true. It's not. You can't come to my face like, well, all lives matter, but we'll just agree to disagree. And it's like, no, bitch, yeah. we're not going to agree to disagree about yes, this. Right. And it's like, I cannot stand for that anymore. No. And I think I, again, I choose to believe that the, that enough people, I hope, <laughs> I hope to whatever higher power and being that there is, that people are recognizing that like, it's not an option. No, God, um, I'm, look, I believe in God, okay? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front. I believe in God. He is mortified, okay? He is up there, and he is literally thinking, what can I do to wipe these motherfuckers out? (laughs) Because it's gotta be good, and it's gotta, it's gotta be a lot, because I'm embarrassed. I know. He is embarrassed. Yeah. As I am aggressively pointing pointing to the sky. I know you're embarrassed. Yeah. And if I mean, if I was God, I would be he is like you know, it's like this he's the cool dad. Right. That sent all <laughs> these people and was like, This is the word of God, now spread it. And then it's like telephone. And now he's like, I don't even fucking say that. <laughs> like, where did the, how did that happen? <laughs> where did that come Men from? Men can't wear dresses? <laughs> Why are we mad about this? Who said this? Well and I think what's also in my again in my the people that i choose to keep close to me like i have like such hope for like our generation and younger yes you know what i mean yes i feel like there are so many situations that are just so terrible and i'm like that would have never like i i choose to believe that would never happen to like I, i know that it does and i'm not saying that it doesn't and that like that everything is like peachy in our generation and our oh no yeah but like i truly believe that there's just a different level of acceptance yes there is and it it's come back to like who cares no 100 percent. and like, you you like tiktok oh i love TikTok. we talk about tiktok oh, a God, lot I TikTok. when i see you get down a rabbit hole in tiktok and it's like four stop, hours later literally once the dude eyes up, bleeding like, hi He's been scrolling the long time. I like, scroll right past his ass. It's just like Netflix. Like, are you still watching? Like, okay. First of all, I don't need your judgment. Exactly. I don't need your judgment. Random dude. I like Mormon religion too. I just like instantly get so. I call him Cletus, <laughs> and I'm like Cletus. I don't. I don't care. First of all, how do you know I've been scrolling so much? Right. Also, mind your business. Because our phones listen to us. In my OB. It's a real thing. So on TikTok, I see the younger generation, and when I see them like going to rallies and going and like protesting and making these these videos where it's all about acceptance and they're being their their weird selves whatever that means for you and it's like this would have never flown back and i was in in high school that long 10 years ago right but it's so like and they say 10 years is like what makes a generation like 10 to 20 years like that and completely they're so much different than i am like i wish i had the gumption that these kids have these days even my own students like i have students who because you know i'm i started a classroom instagram not to honestly showcase what i'm doing in class but to like stalk my students right because they would add me and they're like oh yeah i'll add you and so i see like what they post and um i have to stop myself from going through their stories i just don't do it (laughs) i'm like oh they can see me (laughs) They can see me stalking them. So I don't do that anymore. Right, right, I just go right. straight through their posts. But 
they post like, you know, stuff that they stand up for, like Black Lives Matter or for the LGBTQ like plus community or for whatever, like for religion. You know, it's they they stand up for that. And and they're in a small town. Yeah. A small Arkansas town. Yeah, dude. And they talk like the other day I had three students ask me like what socialism and communism was. And I was like, oh. I'm so good. I would love to tell you. Like I have so many, like, and you know, I had to tell them like, they're scary words. They shouldn't be scary. Right. Like they turn into scary things. Sure. Right. But you know, and I was like, we were a democracy and we had slavery. So you can't judge. Like you literally have to look at what theory looks like and then know that theory and practice are two different things. Yeah. And they were, the fact that even they asked was crazy to me. It was so amazing. I think that's the biggest thing though, right? Is like asking questions. Yeah. They ask questions. They want to know more. Right. And like, being uncomfortable and being uncomfortable and uncomfortable, I feel like is a very negative word. Mm. It can be perceived as yeah. negative. It could be, like, it could be I, negative. Like, I, I guess I feel like if you say like, Oh, I'm uncomfortable. That means like, I don't, I don't like this. Yes. Which and isn't like, true. No. And it's like, no, I think that a lot of conversations that make you uncomfortable are the best ones. To grow, yes. Right. Like, 100%. We were having a discussion at where I currently work about, Black Lives Matter and racial equity and just everything. For sure. And we were talking about, you know, the difference between like rioting versus protesting. And someone brought up the issue of safety and it said, well, but it's, you know, but I don't feel safe. And the woman speaking, her name is Lisa Corrigan. She teaches at the U of A. Yes, Lisa. She is incredible. Like, like I learned so much from her yeah. in, in an hour segment that we had. And she, a segment an hour like discussion and then like she came back for another hour and we did like q a um but she she has her own podcast like she is just amazing and she just without even like batting an eye she was like safety is a social construct like as a white female Mm. or as a white male you have assumed a level of safety that black people have never felt yes and i was just like whoa dude like and she kept talking about it but i thought oh my god like the fact that I assume a level or a feeling of safety, no matter where I go. No that you demand do, it to right, be safe right. like this always. Correct. Yeah. And like, and it, it's just an innate thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think like I'm demanding safety. It's just like, I just have always felt this way. Yes. And I continue to feel this way. Not you demanding it, no, no, but no, you know but what I mean? Correct. Like some but people sure, do demand sure. it. And so it's like any outside thing that threatens uh-huh, or interrupts or that. interrupts my feeling of safety mm-hmm. is is bad and wrong yes and it's like uh no that's your white privilege yeah that you have felt safe yeah for all these years oh yeah what? talk to the majority of black people that you know or any black person that you know and i guarantee you they do not have that same innate feeling of safety no and i was just like i mean i have a lot of black friends a lot of black people in my life like but i never also lisa corgan is a white female yeah but she teaches like all of like the black history classes. She like, I think the black, I know, I know who she is because the U of A. Yeah. Because my, um, Calvin, um, Oh, Calvin white, who is like the head, I believe the African American studies program Uh there. I think she was either being hired or something around the time when I was in college there. Cause I, Dr. Dr. Robinson. Oh my God. What was his name? He was hot. Dr. Charles. (laughs) He's like this tall, Oops. beautiful man. And I used to love coming to his class. And I took this like this higher level African-American history class. Yeah. And it was with a bunch of like grad kids. And it was like the most profound yeah. class yeah. I had ever taken. Because I'm black. Right. Ish. <laughs> but there's like stuff that you learn. Like there's stuff that there's I learned. Stuff in that I art, learned. Where I was like, 
what yeah absolutely white passing i might i'm white passing (laughs) but i was like how am i just now learning like or even considering it history i like learn like but oh no history is whitewashed i'm saying like yeah history with like air quotes around no like Mm -hmm. for real yeah and so i think even just things like that though where the next time like now that i've like listened and learned and processed that and been like holy shit Mm -hmm. 100% like then but what I'm tasked with now is the next time I hear somebody complaining about not feeling safe or feel and like I'm now tasked with saying like why do you feel that way Uh uh-huh how do you think like enforcing that conversation but people don't like having those conversations I know and you know what it's gonna make them uncomfortable but get over it because we don't have time and to like not you actually you know what I think it is I think the reason why a lot of white people, white people, as I like to call them, like W-Y-P-I-P-O, why, like, white people are so pulled to a certain leader in the world, and they feel so threatened because they know and they've seen, like, the discrepancies of human decency and human life that Mm -hmm. black people, gay people, Muslims, Hindus, Japanese, Chinese, like whoever it is have gotten, have received Mm -hmm. from white people. They know how bad it is because they've actually, they've either done it themselves or they've seen it being done. They don't want it to happen to them. And that's why they're so angry and terrified because they see themselves becoming the minority. That's a good point. And now that they're becoming the minority, it's like, okay, well, is this going to happen to me now? Are my, am I, are my rights going to be threatened? Because it could just be like a visceral reaction. It is. It's just fear. They're so, they're so terrified about it that now they're like, oh shit, whatever I'm about to sow, like what's been, what my families have laid down and it's about to turn, you know, karma's a, She's a bitch. Yeah, dude. And I think a lot of white people are just afraid of that. Yeah. Especially, like, Southern... I think especially, like, Southern white people. Yeah. And I think very wealthy, yeah. conservative white yeah. people. totally. See it changing. Yeah. And then also white people who are, aren't are educated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why, again, it's like I... Uh, <laughs> Is that all white people? I, <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the middle class white people because they get it. <laughs> But, like, what gives me, like, hope is, like I was saying, like, the younger generation, I saw a video um, of a guy's eight-year-old son, and the caption was, like, and I, again, choose to believe this was real and not, like, rehearsed, but it was, like... Propaganda. I know, right? Uh, It's, like, a local family, though, and, like, I know them well. Okay, yeah. I feel like, like, I feel like it wasn't, like, a viral thing that, like, popped up in my thread. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, like, when your eight-year-old son says that he wants to, like, record a be nice message... Like, you just hit record, and, like, this is what happened. And this eight-year-old, I think he's eight. Aww. Maybe he's younger. He might be, like, six. I don't, I don't know. remember he's being sm- eight. Was he's I sm- ever eight? <laughs> I don't know, right? He's a small child. He might be younger than eight. He's probably younger than eight. Mm. Who knows? With all the, well, all the growth hormones and the food, I mean, an eight-year-old also, looks I'm 16. I'm a 15-year-old girl now, and I'm like, I did not look like that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> your girl had a fupa when I was 13, so <laughs> call like, at your girl. No part of me ever looked like that, but cool. Like, you do you. You do you. Um, but he literally goes on this video talking about, like, why can't we just be nice? Like, it doesn't matter who they love. It doesn't matter the color of their skin. And mm-hmm. he literally talks for, like, three minutes just about, like, I don't know why people have to be so mean. Like, all you have to do is be nice. Isn't that sad when and an eight-year-old knows it better than And he than ends the video adults. with, and please be safe and wear a mask. Yeah. I mean, I was like, this. Like, that is, like, the only, the only, like, sliver of, like, hope. I'm like, I just, tr- I truly 
choose to believe and i say that all the time i choose to believe we're gonna choose to believe it I, manifestation that one time and i was like i love that because it's like it might not be accurate no it might not be true. you have to manifest I it choose to believe that yeah. like generation from like to generation as they're getting younger like are just realizing that like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter like it truly doesn't matter and no. like political like all of it it just like doesn't matter just like be a good human and but i think the biggest thing again is like listening mm-hmm. understanding it people don't want to listen your opinion no you don't have to agree but you need to respect their perspective and like respect their views on like even if I completely show. disagree, mm-hmm. I could think that you're like secretly like think that you're like a terrible, terrible person. Still, do the most right. and listen. Right. You just got to do the most. Quit man. doing the fucking least. Oh, I know. America. I know. And we I are think, doing the least in the world right now. And it just, I just, it, it comes down to like, <laughs> I feel so easy and basic. It is basic. Right. It like is. in the best way yeah where it's like just don't be like a shitty person don't how hard is it like, it's not it's so much harder to be mad and angry oh and yeah like judgmental and i've been that i've been those things right that's the thing about it if i can change because i was angry mad judgmental right um manipulated on, like, your, by a cult but it's <laughs> but it's like based on your real life experiences sure and so like but that's like so those feelings are justified yeah, but you know, I'm now I'm back better than I know, ever. But the hope is that like you don't have to go like the next generation and don't have to like go through those same experiences uh-uh. to like grow. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Thank God that you are. Yes. Like, so now it'll be a better right. place, and I can be an accepting person for Correct. people to look up to. Correct. I hope I instill that in my students. That's like I one thing. You, I hope. They, here's the thing: the fact that they come to you and ask you those questions about communism i hope it do i give off that ussr <laughs> no, vibe but you, you give off that like <laughs> accepting non-judgmental absolutely ask me the question ask me the question and i'll thank you for asking me the question like that's like the fact that they're asking questions me like you should be like you should feel really really good about that i do and i hope they learn something from it because yeah. in my class we try to learn like we and i have a, a good um other teacher who teaches ninth grade with me we try to include like black authors yeah books with black protagonists mm-hmm. um we still read white men because obviously white men and women are like the canon well which is also and it's vetted which like, is fine but we use their stories and their theme to show other perspectives right well, which is what you should be doing even the constitution ew it's like that old hag she hasn't changed in 300 years but it's like even when you like literally just like take a step back and it's like she needs a makeover it's for reals it's like all white men and it's based on property and black people were property that's what i'm saying like all men are created equal it's like well under the constitution it's like well the constitution systemically is rooted in white people owning property and white people having power and their power is based on their property and it was taken from like the french constitution it was literally a ripoff so it's like oh my god we plagiarized (laughs) so literally though when you like again when you unlearn what you think you know <laughs> and are forced to ask questions. Yeah. Like, and are willing to relearn. Unlearn 2020. Unlearn 2020. Literally. Like, you have, like, it forces you to be very, very realistic and honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And, or you cannot and just, like, live in a hole and, and bury your head in the ground. And that's fine. And it's unfortunate for unfortunate. you. Mm-hmm. Because I, I believe that you will be outnumbered. Eventually, if, yes. You know, like I absolutely, I, I agree. You will find yourself to not be surrounded by people that are also willing to just go with the flow and say okay, and like 
bury their heads in the sand. Yeah. I just don't think that's... Not in this new world where we have information at our fingertips. It's not going to stand like that. More people are getting recorded for being trash human beings. Trash human beings. 2020, get the fuck out. I just can't. And it's, like, sad that people have to deal with, like... It's sad that people have to record other people's... uh, Their interactions. It's just, like... It just, like, breaks my heart. And it, like... Even just seeing videos of, you know customers being like really mean and it's just like but that's capitalism breeded that because for the customers always right and it just like makes my stomach sick are we the only country that has kept our original drafting (laughs) laws and like well but it says i think the scroll because it is on freaking parchment paper written with a quill look if our laws were written by quill we need to update it can we we get someone have it in like a slide deck powerpoint here's our constitution (laughs) on our google slides so everyone always has it and it's viewer only sharepoint viewer only though because we all be editing it real fast but again it's like I do. I think that everything is bad. Like yes. No, like <laughs> I mean, like do I think that like every piece of the world, like is the world on fire, literally and figuratively, right now? A hundred percent, yes. Oh yeah. Do I especially California? Do I, oh my god, I know. Do I believe that there are like pockets of good, and do I think that in these terrible, terrible, terrible times, we've seen a lot of like good people rise? Good rise triumphs. is the wrong word, but like. Good people, like, be, like, elevated to it. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know what? I believe that there are, like, there is good in the world. And you just have to find more of that (laughs) and encourage more of that and be that. Right? Like, you have to be the good you want to see in the world. Yes. That's like a quote. I didn't just come up with that. Well, yes, you did. Maybe we did. Marissa Cargus. (laughs) Can you imagine... Put it on all like cross stitch it like be the good you want to see in the world. Marissa Marissa Cargis. <laughs> I really look, But it's true. It's so true. I just think people suck and they need to suck less. You know what? Good always triumphs over evil. Yes. It'll happen. And it has to. Happen. It literally has to. And I think that it will. It will. Because I think that people's like patience and tolerance is getting like diminished. Because they're just tired. Oh yeah, they're tired, tired of ignorance. Mm-hmm. They're tired, I'm tired of ignorance of like. Oh my god. Also, if you're one of the people that's just like angry, like you're gonna wear out. <laughs> Me. You know what I mean? Like I'm constantly angry. It's like the ignorant angry. Okay, okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, thank you for clarifying because like, I am mad. <laughs> I'm a mad half black woman. Right, rightfully so. But like the ignorant angry, like they're gonna get tired. They're gonna be like, I just can't do it anymore, and that's when we're gonna swoop in and be like, good. The alternative is just to be happier and nice and accepting. I know. And it doesn't affect you. Yeah. So, like, get over it. Literally, look, y'all, we didn't intend for us to be a carol and give y'all some therapy. <laughs> on a, but did we? I don't know. On maybe. a hot Sunday night. Okay, just kidding. It's, like, kind of cold. But we're just, I think it's the White Claw. The White white Claw gets me, gets my get juices. Corella's like bowing up. And I like, literally, Whoa. my vein, like that carotid artery, I'm about to have a strain because it's got but, me but feeling again, though, loose. It's like people don't want to talk about stuff because they just want to like cruise through life and be happy and just like hang out and why can't we just like keep it light hopefully doing the most will help people like have those conversations with people you know sometimes you just need to listen to other people's like 
what they're going through, their situations and circumstances. And that gives you the gusto to then go and have that conversation. Because I, is that indoctrination? No, 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 it's not. (laughs) It's not. I used to listen, I would have to listen to like, like TED Talks Uh or there's this one podcast that I freaking love called Throwing Shade. And um, when I listen to them and then I then think, oh, how can I incorporate this this way so I can have that conversation or that yeah. or that whoever I'm talking to, my students, my husband can see something else other than our little tunnel vision worldview, right. like our rose colored glasses yep. in Arkansas yep. where everything seems fine, even though our state is literally last when it comes to education and yeah. we have poverty level that is insane. And also fun fact in Northwest Arkansas. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, no, it's elsewhere. No, 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 no. no. We have three Fortune no. 500 companies here. Yeah. Yeah. And there's still, every school up here, like a third of the students yeah. are below poverty line and you get free and reduced lunch. There are some schools where it's literally 85% 80 per, yeah. 80, of the school. 80 plus percent, yeah. And is free and like, reduced lunch. Well, That's crazy. I, yes, it is crazy. And it's like, I moved here from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are just like, Arkansas, my God. And it's like, well, Northwest Arkansas is like this weird little, like, not weird. It's just like it's a very unique bubble compared to it the is rest a bubble. of the state. Uh-huh. And so I think that's the other thing is people who have never experienced anything else think everything's great though. Oh yeah. They just truly I think in a lot of in a lot of situations, they just truly genuinely haven't seen I know they need to it go in action. They need to You know what I mean? Or yeah. even here, like if they have not seen it firsthand or experienced, you know, racism or bigotry or homophobia or like they just because they've never personally seen it or experienced it they're like i don't think it's a thing really mm-hmm. it's and not it's, happening that's right, what i think it's not it, happening and it's not necessarily them being like shitty about it they just truly don't see it and so they don't know like, no and then when like, they get questioned about it i think they get defensive correct and that's where the know. anger comes from and that's where the anger comes from and that's Look at us. like i know we have all the answers like, but then that's why you need to like force yourself to be in situations mm-hmm. where you are the minority yes and you do feel quote-unquote uncomfortable because that's when you're going to learn because you need to ask questions you need to listen and i guarantee you people have stories where you're like what the actual f yo mm-hmm. like that happened to oh, yeah. you mm-hmm. really like and then you start going, oh, okay, wait, <laughs> maybe there is something to all, like, maybe there is more to learn. Maybe I do need to ask more conversations. Maybe I do need to diversify my, like, Absolutely. circle. Yes. And that's where, like, I think a lot of the listening and learning happens. And, I mean, you have, if you, if you truly think there's, like, nothing wrong, everything is, like, peachy, you need to talk to more people. I know. <laughs> Look, <laughs> for a bunch of people that have live, laugh, love in our house. <laughs> Y'all ain't living, laughing, and loving enough, okay? Read your pillow. I know. Take it to heart. And again, it's like, I I think that there's like a bunch that are truly just ignorant. But I think they're like, but then I think there are a bunch that just honestly don't know. They just truly don't know. Okay, then how do we get them to know? I know. But in a nice way. Because sometimes I think I've had it so much with like people, like ignorance, that when someone truly doesn't know and they say something cross to me, I'm like, look, motherfucker. Well, but I, but I will I, Samuel L. Jackson them, right, and I don't I, want to do that. Well, but I think that's where, though, like, as a white person. What about half-white person? Half-white person. It's the same. I'm white passing. But, I might as well. <laughs> I, but I feel like that's, like I said earlier, like, that's where I feel it's my responsibility to have a conversation with them and be like, but have you talked to so-and-so? Have you had these conversations? Have you asked these questions? Have you ever experienced that? Because I don't have that same experience that you do, right? So it's like... 
I can have that conversation and not have as much like emotion invested in it because I've not had to live with the BS that you've had to live with. You know what I just thought of? What? What? So you know that Humans of New York? Yes. You know what he should do instead of just Humans of New York? He should literally highlight people who have gone through like racial injustice or yeah, or hate so crimes weird. and just so show their stories that'd for so like good. months because everyone all walks of life follow that account oh, republicans yeah. democrats liberals conservatives that would be so good. and he should just focus on people like from like he should do like a cross-country tour that would be amazing and literally do like a few stories in every single state and then like and it but only be instances of like um racial injustice or some type of like I don't know where the system takes advantage of you because you're a minority. Yeah. And you should just do that throughout the United States. So then people could see those stories come to life. Correct. And I mean, he goes viral. Oh my gosh. He, every single time. Well, it's Brandon so, like, had his name or whatever I think it is. So, yeah. yeah. It, but like that account is so, so, so good. It's so good. And there's like little snippets. And I think it's, hum- I think that's the other thing too, is like, if you don't know someone in your life personally who has experienced it, it feels this, like this idea right like homophobia or racism but once you can like put a face to it then it's a game changer it's like no these this is like a human who had a real life situation oh yeah like you can choose to believe it or not yeah and like that's on you but it no longer feels like this like ethereal like idea yeah it becomes very very real when you're able to humanize it oh yeah like hi my name is so and so and this is my personal experience i used to be so oh, I can't even to, I can't even, like believe I'm about to say this. Like I could literally barf. It's a Southern Baptist cult. I, I joined. <laughs> what? Same. I used to be so like pro life, mm. and I was like, abortion's so wrong. Why would anyone ever get one? Until someone really close to me when I was younger had one. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, she's yeah. not a monster. She had to make a choice, mm-hmm. and the choice was for the best. Yeah. She had kids afterwards. Yeah. Had one more kid. Yep. But I, I remember the first time. And now I'm like, it's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> right leave a choice yes. healthy safe we yes. need it yes like i i get it i used to but i think that's a big thing, same though, thing right it's like it's, it was finally in my face exactly and it's the same idea right mm-hmm. where it's like it's this like big picture this like you know yeah pro-life pro-choice you put on a bumper sticker it doesn't really mean a lot to you exactly and then i'll never forget the first time someone that i was close with told me that they had one and i was like same thing i was like oh i never really proclaimed one way or the other because i was still mormon and trying to figure out like what do i believe you know like, oh but the cult told me to be yeah, pro-life yeah. um <laughs> so i said yes sir <laughs> but i was like oh okay and then that's where too it's like uh, until you are personally yes either like connected to someone directly who has had to have that make that decision mm-hmm. or until fun fact you personally have to go through it guess what you might not think that you ever will but you might Never say never, bitch. And you don't know. And guess what? When that moment comes, mm-hmm. it is a real life thing yeah. to, to make that decision. Absolutely. And so it's like, again, I get, I can understand, even if I don't agree, I mm-hmm. can understand why someone would say pro-life. No, like, no question, pro-life. If they don't know anyone close to them, they never had to go through it themselves, their religion tells them, their political party tells like. I wish they would say anti-abortion, though, instead of pro-life. I, I agree with that. In my, in my opinion. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, that's a very interesting I think point. it's just anti-abortion, uh, but which is like, fine. I, I can understand, like, again, do I agree with you? No. But I can at least understand why you would feel that way. Sure. Or why you would believe that way. At the same time, you need to be able to respect 
mm-hmm. and understand why someone else might not have that same view. And I think that's where there's just this huge disconnect with anything in life is like, if I can like at least wrap my, even if I don't agree, I can understand why you would choose to believe what you're believing, even if I think that it's wrong. Yeah. But if you refuse to even acknowledge the other perspective, mm-hmm. that's where we're like, we're never going to have like progress, right? Well, Carissa. Like, well, Carissa. It's true though. Like, How long have you, have you always been that way or no? Do you think it was just like after you were questioning Mormonism? I think. And then you evolved to this? I think, I think coming out of Mormonism and recognizing why I didn't like feeling judged. Yeah. And then also I think, you know, I'm one of five kids. We all had like. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't keep it in. I'm one of four. I get it. Yeah, right. But like we have a big family. And I think that's the other thing too is like when I was a young kid being raised Mormon, everything is perfect, right? Like you're not thinking about like I had black friends. I had white friends. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a girl that got pregnant, had a baby and it was so great. She get it for a dot. Like though, like the negative side of it was never like a reality for me. And, like, I didn't know anyone person. Like, I knew people that I thought were gay, but, like, it wasn't really, like, I didn't really care. Yeah. You know, my church said it. So I think it's really just been evolving and, like, being met with things that I never thought I would have to deal with or, like, people very close to me dealing with things that I never thought would be in my, like, immediate, like, one degree of separation, right? Yeah. Like, my immediate circle. And knowing how I felt, feeling judged, and I never want anyone else to feel that way because of me. And so it like hap like that if that's like the root of it like I don't want people to ever feel judged like any feel like I never want them to feel judgment. And you've me. just evolved from there. Yeah, because it's like if you, if that's your base, right? Like I don't I think want that's people a, to feel judged. I think that's a good base. Because then to start that at. like yeah that forces you even if you mm-hmm. like even if you, you don't agree with something it forces you to be like okay but like explain to me like yeah your thinking or your perspective or how i love that i love how, asking people to explain something to how me. like why because mm-hmm. if i can understand your why even if i don't agree yeah like okay and i don't want you to leave feeling like i'm judging i'm you judging your you. opinion yeah and so i think once like for me personally once i established like that as my foundation which i think really came out of feeling very judged in mm-hmm. my religion i think that's what's kind of just like evolved and I ask questions and I feel like I've met people from like several walks of life with different life experiences and I just find it like fascinating like people fascinate me and their stories fascinate me and so if I can just be like one person that doesn't make them feel like a shitty human for whatever they've done like mission accomplished I'm cool with that absolutely even if I don't agree Marissa that's amazing (laughs) you're so amazing oh my god you you're just like honestly the best uh, I need a co-host. Because, <laughs> like, I can do You're this so thing good. by myself. Yes, oh, can. yes, I am good, girl. Yes, I know. Are. I like know I am. Yeah. But, you know, it just helps when someone's looking back at you and you can just bounce back ideas. Like, can't my face it. is red and it's not because of the claw. <laughs> it's because I'm just genuinely so happy. It was like, I am I, tickled pink. Dude, I, and I, I that's I a it. weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I, again, I think, like, if more... Like, if more happy hours and Sunday brunches. I love happy hour. And, oh, and I you love know, Sunday dinner brunch. parties. But if more conversations like this. Happen at those things. Happen at those things. Yes. 
I think it would be <gasps> so eye-opening. You know what we should do when Rona is done doing the most kicking our party? ass? Yes! Yeah! Or like a doing the most dinner? brunch yes. where we just like invite a bunch of random yeah. people from different walks of life and just like have a fun. Amazing. I We're doing, doing the most dinner club. That's like phase two. And you invite like different people. Yes. And like different. On Facebook like, too. Yes. I'm going to just go when it says like suggested friends. Yeah. And it's some random guy with like those weird Oakley sunglasses. <laughs> And he has mutton Shades. chops and my a confederate flag yeah. tattoo. I'm like, hey, did we just come to my dating the most? My mom dated a guy that looked a lot like that, and we just called him Shades. Shades. He always had his like, like the like the intense like mm-hmm. big old sunglasses. Oh on. yeah, yeah. We just called him Shades. But seriously, like if more people had these kinds of conversations, I just think it would it be a better be place, a better place because people Absolutely. would feel weird about it, man. I'm gonna kill this fly. So <laughs> In my house for free. It's not okay. In your house for free. Rent free. Oh. I can't. Marissa, do you have any final thoughts for us? Just be a good person, man. Be a good person. Do I, the most. Do the most. With human decency. Yeah, don't judge. Don't judge. Be the least when it comes to yeah. judging. Even if you truly don't agree based on religious reasons, mm-hmm. moral reasons, political reasons, who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? You know, you are not our maker. Just it is like, not your job to tell no, who just, someone else that they're like, doing bad. Just be but I, I'm telling them y'all are doing bad. <laughs> but seriously, like, just don't, like, it takes so much energy, too, to yes. be a judgmental it person. It does. It really does. And, like, why would you waste your own personal energy casting judgment on someone else? She has spoken. Woke Rissa has spoken. <laughs> Woke Rissa has spoken. Just be nice. Be uh, nice. That's all. Just be a nice human. Be a nice human. Tip your waitress. Tip them. Oh, tip, listen. And science I, is real. I, I, I paid my way through college as a waitress or as a server. Tip your waitress. Tip well. Mm-hmm. Never give them a reason. Even if they're being... Even if we all have a bad day. They, listen. We all have bad days. Just if you're spending X amount, what's another? What's another? Know, it's literally. 10, 20, like, it makes no difference. On. No. Tip your waitress. Tip your waitress. Be a nice human being. Just be nice. And don't judge. Um. Do the wear a mask. Do and <laughs> wear a mask. And with that, Marissa. <laughs> thank you for having me. I thank you for coming. It was so fun. I know. It was I'm, so good. I'm about to get another white claw. Yeah, girl. And I will offer you one before you leave. Hi, thanks. But we are responsible and with that i will say continue doing the most in your everyday life because it ain't no fun when you're the one doing the least see ya bye